0: Given the proximity of his cottage to the coastal path, it was possible, if one paused in just the right spot, mind you, and craned one's neck at just the right angle, to see him in his studio. At first they assumed he was working on a painting of his own, but as the weeks ground slowly passed, it became clear he was involved in the craft known as conservation, or more commonly as restoration. "'How's that mean?' Malcolm Braithwaite, a retired lobsterman who smelled perpetually of the sea, asked one evening at the Lamb and Flag pub. "'It means he's fixing the bloody thing,' said Duncan Reynolds. "'A painting is like a living, breathing thing. When it gets old, it flakes and sags. Just like you, Malcolm.' "'I hear it's a young girl.' "'Pretty,' said Duncan, nodding his head. "'Cheeks like apples. She looks positively edible.' "'Do we know the artist?' Still working on that? And work on it they did. They consulted many books, searched many sites on the internet, and sought out people who knew more about art than they did, a category that included most of the population of West Cornwall. Finally, in early April, Dottie Cox from the village store screwed up the nerve to simply ask the beautiful young Italian woman about the painting when she came into town to do her marketing. The woman evaded the question with an ambiguous smile. Then, with her straw bag slung over her shoulder, she sauntered back down to the cove, her riotous dark hair tossed by the springtime wind. Within minutes of her arrival, the wailing of the opera ceased, and the window-shades of the cottage fell like eyelids. They remained tightly closed for the next week, at which point the restorer and his beautiful wife disappeared without warning. For several days the residents of Gunwallow feared they might not be planning to return, and a few actually berated themselves for having snooped and pried into the couple's private affairs. Then, while leafing through the times one morning at the village store, Dotty Cox noticed a story from Washington, D.C. about the unveiling of a long-lost portrait by Rembrandt. A portrait that looked precisely like the one that had been in the cottage at the far end of the cove. And thus the mystery was solved. Coincidentally, that same edition of the Times contained a front-page article about a series of mysterious explosions at four secret Iranian nuclear facilities. No one in Gunwallow imagined there might be any connection. At least, not yet. The Restorer was a changed man when he came back from America. They could see that. Though he remained guarded in his personal encounters, and he was still not the sort you would want to surprise in the dark— it was obvious a great burden had been lifted from his shoulders. They saw a smile on his angular face every now and again, and the light emitted by his unnaturally green eyes seemed a shade less defensive. Even his long daily walks had a different quality. Where once he had pounded along the footpaths like a man possessed, he now seemed to float atop the mist-covered cliffs like an Arthurian spirit who had come home after a long time in a distant land. "'Looks to me as if he's been released from a sacred vow,' observed Vera Hobbs, owner of the village bake-shop. But when asked to venture a guess as to what that vow might have been, or to whom he had sworn it, she refused. Like everyone else in town, she had made a fool of herself trying to divine his occupation. "'Besides,' she advised, "'it's better to leave him in peace. Otherwise, the next time he and his pretty wife leave the lizard, it might be for good.' "'Indeed,' As that glorious summer slowly faded, the Restorer's future plans became the primary preoccupation of the entire village. With the lease on the cottage running out in September, and with no tangible evidence he was planning to renew it, they embarked on a covert effort to persuade him to stay. What the Restorer needed, they decided, was something to keep him tethered to the Cornish coast, a job that utilized his unique set of skills and gave him something to do other than walk the cliffs. Exactly what that job might entail, and who would give it to him, they had no idea, but they entrusted to themselves the delicate task of trying to find it. After much deliberation, it was Dotty Cox who finally hit upon the idea of the first annual Gunwallow Festival of Fine Arts, with the famous art restorer Giovanni Rossi serving as honorary chairman. She made the suggestion to the restorer's wife the following morning when she popped into the village store at her usual time— the woman actually laughed for several minutes the offer was flattering she said after regaining her composure but she didn't think it was the sort of thing signor rossi would agree to his official